We do have the Chief Executive of AT, Auckland Transport, joining us now. Shane, good morning to you. Hi, Kerry. How are you? Good, thank you. But I am a little confused about the need for the temporary cycleways, and a lot of callers are as well. Thank you, first of all, for coming on, because I know it's hard to defend, you know, like, it's a grumpy, it's a grumpy call rather than a, Shane, congratulations on an amazing project you've just done for Auckland, as opposed to, you know, be nice if it was positive. But in this case, people are scratching their heads going, why? Sure. Can you explain it? Yeah, absolutely we can. So um, so at the moment, uh, we want to uh, make sure people feel confident uh, that they can social distance, they can physically distance in terms of getting to their shops, you know, whether they're walking or cycling uh, or in cars, so that they can actually get to their local retailers. We know it's a tough time. Uh, and uh, over the last three or four weeks, we know that a lot of families, a lot of people have uh, taken the opportunity to get out for a walk and get out on their bikes. Uh, and uh, so we, we just, you know, making sure that we can uh, provide a, a safe environment for people still to do that. But if it wasn't safe for four weeks under Alert Level 4 and yet we still managed to do what we had to do, mm-hmm. you know, why do we need them now? Surely the time for extreme social distancing and caution was under Alert Level 4. We proved we could do it. Why can't mm-hmm. we keep doing that now? So there's uh, a lot more people obviously have uh, returned to work, uh, whether that's construction workers, whether that's people who are retailers who have put in place uh, social distancing uh, measures. But uh, you know, with a lot more people out and about, it does mean there is, uh, there is less space on footpaths uh, in some places around uh, the region and we're just trying to enable them to still be able to do that um, now that there are more people around. So you're doing it to help retailers and to help those who want to support retailers? Correct, we're doing that uh, and 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 primarily it's uh, an emergency response to enable people to uh, feel safe and be confident getting out and about in what terms if, of... What if the retailers say we don't want it and you're not helping? Uh, look, we, we've had a, a number of requests already for click and collect, P5, P10, you know, five minute, 10 minute uh, click and collect um, uh, facilities. And we've already got a number of those uh, underway. Uh, for example, on Karangahapi Road, we've, uh, we've put some in place there. We are happy to hear from businesses. Uh, to consider where else we might need to do it, but um, I think Ponsonby. Other, I think you'll probably have a few applications from Ponsonby Road. How do they uh, apply to get the P five P ten? Yes, yeah, so they 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 get in touch with uh, with us through the uh, Auckland Transport website. Um, I would I would uh, also say that at the moment during Alert Level Three, there's a number of there's a lot of parking free parking around. Uh, we're not charging for parking, whether that be on side streets or other places. Um, and that again is to uh, help support, uh, you know, people get to businesses uh, and and support local retailers. Okay, it's just the retailers are saying this is going to put people off coming anywhere near them. But if they can apply for P five P ten, great. And if they yep. can, yep, suggest that they park in side streets, that's also fantastic. You say it's a temporary emergency measure. So when we go to alert level two, will the cones disappear? Oh look, we'll 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 we are monitoring it 
all the time at the moment. We've got uh, people in place. If things need changed or tweaks, um, then we're happy to do that. Uh, we, we need to monitor, we need to watch what's happening, and we need to be agile in the way we do it. How, who decides, though, whether it's working? Oh, look, we, we do. Um, it's it's uh, based on the data that we get. We've obviously got that. It, it, we take account of feedback that we get uh, from the likes of businesses, business associations, from businesses, from people who are out there, uh, and from other data sources that we get uh, from, uh, from, from groups and uh, stakeholders. What are the stakeholders? Oh, the likes of um, the likes of Bike Auckland, some of the local boards that are around Auckland. Um, we ask them; they they know their local areas really well, uh, and they can provide us with insights. But surely, Bike Auckland is going to have a, a a certain agenda when it comes to how they see the city. Oh, look, and and that's why it's not a single source of information. Uh, they do a great job. Um, but we also, as I said, we listen to people like local boards uh, and uh, we're also talking to the likes of Heart of the City, the K Road Business Association and a number of other business associations that have a key role in supporting business uh, through this period. I do worry, though, that when you're dealing with bureaucracy, it's not terribly agile. Like if, if, if the retailers, are either on K Road or on Ponsonby Road, are saying... This is killing us. By the time you've consulted, by the time you've talked to stakeholders, by the time you've considered the different uh, points of view, it might be too late. Uh, no, well, it's not a formal. I mean, this is this is an emergency response, Kerry. We are uh, moving quickly. We've got teams in place. We're able to move, um, and we've already done that. There's several instances where we've already done that uh, on the likes of Tamaki Drive around the port. Um, yes, it's not a retailer in that sense, but no. where it's not quite working, we've already we've already shifted, moved, uh, and made made changes to make it work uh, better for everyone. What's your vision of the city in terms of transport? Oh, oh look, um, Auckland clearly. Look, there's an Auckland has a number of challenges to face. Um, they had we had a number of challenges uh, historically in terms of congestion, in terms of uh, safety outcomes in terms of growth, uh, you know, affordable housing, uh, and transport is, a, you know, is a, an enabler or, or a way to make, to help deal with a number of those challenges. Uh, and so, um, so really we're, we're, we're very keen uh, alongside other uh, agencies around these, uh, that, that are involved in Auckland to give Aucklanders more transport choices. Um, whether that be public transport, whether that be uh, whether that be people walking, whether that be people on bikes, um, we 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 came to give people more choice um, because uh, just the, the current uh, the current the current way things are in Auckland clearly creates challenges in terms of uh, productivity and growth so uh, as well as other things. You mean people getting in their cars and going to work or going about their business creates a hindrance to growth? Uh, it, well, congestion definitely does. Uh, you know, it's, it impacts upon productivity and it impacts upon growth. So basically, if people don't want to get out of their cars, it's 
they're going to have to. They're just going to have to face the reality that eventually they're going to have to. Uh, I think what we what we've what's been successful in the likes of the city centre is by providing really good choices in terms of public transport, and when when we've seen that put in place, good cycling infrastructure, then people uh, see these alternative options uh, to travel as something that's really attractive, uh, and that's that's the plan uh, in terms of you know in terms of that. I thank you very much for taking the time to talk. I really do appreciate it. Shane Ellison, Chief Executive, Auckland Transport. Your feedback is welcome.